Thank you. <clears throat> Honorable members, I to remind constitutes a meeting of the National Assembly for debating purposes only. In addition to the rules of the visual sittings, the rules of the National Assembly, including the rules of the debate, apply. Members enjoy the same powers and privileges that apply in a sitting of the National Assembly. Members should equally note that anything said in the visual platform is deemed to have been said to the House and may be ruled upon. All members who have logged in shall be considered to be present and are requested to mute their microphones and only unmute when, the, when recognized to speak. This is because the mics are very sensitive and will pick up noise which might disturb the attention of other members. When recognized to speak, please unmute your microphone and connect your video. <clears throat> members may make use of the icons on the bar at the bottom of their screens, which has an option that allows a member to put up his a hand to, to raise points of order. The Secretariat will assist in alerting the chairperson to members requesting to speak. When using the visual system, members are urged to refrain or desist from unnecessary points of order or interjections. We shall now proceed to the order which is debate on vote number 36, Small Business Development Adjustments Appropriation Bill. Honorable members, I have been informed that the Honorable Deputy Minister will open the debate. I now recognize the Honorable Deputy Minister. Hello. Wendu, Eshoni Pegleyo, Osisano Bonke, Abasebenza, Unyenati, Nekokelwa, Ilendu, Yowisom Tetu. Diabulisa Wakona, Kubo Bonke Oslalo, Abano Tanduba, Log Pumangapaya, Wamasango, Epalamente, Bangladesane Noluntu, Uken Segisba. The man in this Aichi chat and I'm sand. Ia quasi Ukuba Yazi Weba Ienga Pina. I also want to greet all honorable members of the parliament, as well as all chairs of other portfolio committees. It is only through this coordination that we are able to share our experiences and continue to integrate our, our programs for the betterment of our people. I'm a question Nonyana, City, Sikini Seni, Umbim, 
Liwengo Pogo. This I say because a lot has happened, especially being hijacked by the corona COVID-19 virus. That is actually ensured that all what we have already achieved will have to be reviewed and continue. I can't actually forget to say sorry to Minister Wale Department, Unko Sazana, Umakazi, Unkamshaveni, Ukumbuzu. Ubake esuesi shobo, esikfutane naye. Yakolelo akeba, onka malung selelo, okuba abe akako namlanje, enziwe, nezpata manja espanilegle. Sishalo, usonpegle. Ditumela uveluano, nentutu zelo, nakwabenye abantu. Abo bantu batebona. Bashua zizalama ni zabo, ngel kaisha. Nogu baba angaba batatue COVID-19, nogu baba angaba babulewe ngabanyabantu, genga ye gender-based violence, oka nyengengo zie moto, sendi sitike, eka menile sede, noko mabatole balale genga yeba. Nango, we have lost one of our very important South Africans. Uta Domku, Uta Langini. May his soul rest in peace. Kanjalo Nabantu Bakukwabu, Ingati Bangatota, Uti Mesipili. Somlomo, Namalungu Enfu, Umkindi, and Menuenga Awongu Westland, Kukubandizo Uti, Tata, I budget. Ushasho lwabi omali. Oluza kuti. Lusejenziswe. Yi Department of Small Business Development. Ugochoke. Isede li pegene. Noso mashishini. Abasakula. Asipeka ke. Le budget. Oluabi oshasho mali. Silubega lungu volt. Number 36. Lunayo imadana eza kulingana umthwalo wendlela kodwa njengobake sihlalo mama siwela siyithi thatha le budget siyayazuba abantu ngaphandle jikelele nekomiti ngokunokwayo banayo imibuzo abanqwenela into kokuba sizakwenza ngcono ngokuba senze kanjani kwelikeli mandiso ndokobana akubanga kuhle ukuba sifikelwe ni coronavirus kodwa andifuni nje kuyichaphazela ngokungathi akukho ntathu onqaxa yabasiyenzileyo let me say yes the department was able to respond to the challenges that were actually being exposed by the pandemic itself. One being that, despite that fact that there's coronavirus, small businesses and cooperatives 
have always been not attended to fully. Yes, some little here and there, but we were not as organized as we were supposed to do to small businesses as well as cooperatives. I dare not say big businesses are not important. They are very much put as leaders in economy in this country. However, this cannot continue unabated that others become haves and others become non-haves. That itself, the president has of this country, uh, never, never again will we continue with the inequality. It doesn't work. It has exposed, it is clean that we can't allow others to be richer while others are becoming poorer. But we also as government cannot be able to, to reduce from the big business to an extent that they all come to the same level. There will be no economy. All the economy we need must be inclusive. So the budget is not a, 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 a very big amount, but let me hasten to say 2.4 billion uh, for 2020-21 financial year has been allocated to the department. It, of course, during the special adjustment budget process, by it was reduced by a, an amount of 67 million. And then it became 2.3 billion. And it is allocated as follows. That 2.5 billion has been divided according to the programs that we are going to run. You know, we do have transfers and subsidies that almost consume 90.3% of the total amount, which is 2.1 billion, whilst other operations are provided for only 9.7%, which is therefore 227.7 million of the allocated resources to the department. The, the 2.1 the 2 billion of transfers and subsidies provide the following. You know, we do have CEDA, which is allocated 5159.1 million, which is 40.7% of the transfers and subsidies, all of them combined. CIFA's allocation uh, of 1.2 billion which is 54.7% the transfers and subsidies. The department administers only the remaining amount, which is 98.5 million through the incentive scheme that are internally administered by the department. It includes cooperative incentive scheme which is 63.7 million. I believe the Akolelo and Ogbana, I'm a cooperative, 
kudala engungupheli ngesimo akusho anokuyivuyela incinane kangangoko kodwa ukuba siyakwazi ukuthini ukusebenzana nabanye abantu sihlanu sizakukwazi into okokubana lemali ifikelele noko kwisininzi sabantu bakuthi ungabikho abanikwa eninzi kakhulu kangangokuba babembalwa abantu abanikweyo yonke lento ayinakwenziwa lisebe izakwenziwa sithi nezindwana uthozilandelayo obi organized business or cooperatives in their various forms the other departments let me make one good example a if department of agriculture or tourism cannot fund a rural or a township a cooperative or small business because they don't comply we need all what is required for them to be eligible for a, for funding all we need to do is that we do have skill at cedar level this being the reason why the minister of this department ekumbuso miskumbuso ntaveni has actually formed this partnership that cedar does not have a infrastructure throughout these provinces but cedar does it became clear that we need to work together hence we have allocated funds to them so that they can carry out this reach out because it's useless to sit elsewhere and begin to put whatsapps to put website the people want to communicate with their government this being the reason why we are saying as the as the portfolio committee continues to say cifa continue devolving your incubators throughout the rural areas and township areas nokongoku igame yabo noko mababe nento abayifumanayo singahambisa ke sithi the budget it needs to be that is allocated to sita let me be very clear it's not only our budget we have added in order to implement our partnership that is why we know that 160.3 million will go to sita technology programs 16.2 million is allocated to the capacity building program for economic development it, it won't work if what our people produce is not competitive in the market they'll continue to do but they will not be successful in marketing rather than wait and tell them what they should do we better go out to sifa to sita to say this is the way you supposed to be organizing yourself there will be issues of uh, are you registered with cipro are you paying your are you registered with sars are you having this amount and these are your cash flows it can't be when you never had a business before it means we must practically go and assist them so that if now as a department of agriculture or department of tourism say for us you need a particular certificate we must help them have that it can be it can be a hanging carrot that they want to go there there is something they can get there but the conditions because of their background is not allowing them we have a partnership 
together with uh, Niger. You will remember that uh, young people are very important in this country. They have what it takes to be able to have an inclusive future economy. They must go straight into Africa. Our young people, our daughters and sons must be seen participating even in matters that were not thought they would come from a country of this level economically. Now we have seen out of these funds that we are giving them in order to have 1,000 young entrepreneurs as in, instructed by our president. Some of them have come up with new IT initiatives. So they are actually on the way to actually pull us into the, into the future, which is the fourth industrial revolution. We are here now talking to the entire South Africa because people have used brains and we are here now. So there's no way we cannot support our, our, our young people, our young women to go through that. We have also put aside and the SMME fund for expansion, which is known as scale up. We have also put aside township and rural entrepreneur <coughs> program. All these are meant to be able to, 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 to improve and to create economic initiatives in a rural village as much as in a township so that we can begin a process of wanting to be equal. I've already spoken about incubation and digital hubs. Co co cooperative development program. This initiative is gonna work better because we now are going to be coordinated at a district level in a province. So you will be able to say to the portfolio committee, we are going to what 18, village number 15 to do this. So come with us. Province, your local economic development unit must come with us. And therefore the province will know. We will be able not to be able <coughs> to be corrupt because there will be checks and balances. At least we will have, you will be able to trace where we are. And it is, we say to this parliament, honest that cooperatives will come to where you are. It will not be the case when you say you can't go from Panongoma and reach Cedar offices in, in, in Richard Spain. At least something will be done. We will be happy to do, to do this, to do so. While we actually want to apologize and apologize profusely because we have up 500 million for 500 million for supporting our businesses when they fall because of when they fall because of the coronavirus so others won't be able to survive this pandemic because let me give one example in, in order to save my debating time uh, if you were hiring out tents, uh, toilets, and catering for events. Now you can't do it. 
because funerals, which were prevalent in doing that in rural areas, now can only take one turn, two pole or one And also, big events that were actually held throughout these provinces by departments are no longer taking place. So there's no more catering that will take them. It then means we must engage, because I know out of that 500, in doing that in rural they were not able now can only take one all of them to get one a piece out of also million big events that were actually held all those were not qualified who are engaged in this particular program because they have money. They rent from our own people in townships. They use their karatis and then they make money. Our people continue to receive grant from Lindy West, the Minister of uh, Social Development. They continue to get now 350. We, we better ensure that we push them a little from behind to say, get on as a first step and have your own father shop. We will support you. I won't be able to detail how, how much support, but we can see it beginning to flourish. However, I'm very worried as a deputy minister, let me say so, and not with the party. That now, father, that now big, big businesses like your shop right, your rhinos, your, your, they all go to rural areas now. They invade the space in order to continue while they are already in their small towns and they have chased them away. They now go to where we're supposed to be going. We won't be taking this line down. We will be engaging everyone, including uh, commission competition. I'm not worried about those who <coughs> say we are a, protect, a protectional government. We protect small business. We're not, but we're defending their right to actually be in where they're supposed to. I am pretty sure, and I plead in any way, that this house must be able to support this particular budget, despite the fact that we know it's too small, because still, if another crisis comes, we will also contribute, like all departments. The minister has just launched and I would want to be very clear on this one. This program of shop support program has already engaged with big wholesalers that they must treat spaza shop owners like their own partners for all of us to grow. The clothing and textile support programs, <coughs> bakeries and confectionaries 
to support as a support to that program. But we want to plead with the Department of Agri Agriculture, Department of Education, that we can't watch a rural communities where there's a school in every village. Rural women there, young people there, are not participating in the school nutrition budget. And there is budget for that. So allow them to feed their sisters, to feed their siblings, and also to participate. If a school can get 90,000, it means if it's circulating in a, in a rural village, it will do a great deal to actually help women in that. But the non-payment has nothing to do with the COVID. Non-payment of our small businesses uh, by departments and by all of us, whether it's local municipalities, we are attending to this so-called red tape. That is actually killing our own small businesses. We have made inroads with Salka because it also happens in their operational space, which is the local municipalities. We have engaged as well with the provinces. Some provinces, up to four, have already signed an agreement that we will be looking into late payments. And also, we need actually to, up to, to bring to this house that act which is going to protect small business from being exploited to an extent that they cannot move. But Mandicho Geukuba, NNN, Siabakela Bonka Band, Sigasiti, Singa Kutengi Konke Ukuba, Sikwas no Paga, Paya Kwezalal, Iwol Sail, Zabantu Bapaya, the so called community enterprises, so that you've got a warehouse. But the requirement for you to own, you will have to partner with that community where there's an ocean of poverty. You will buy from them. That's why we must be able to go out, support production by cooperatives so that they can sell to the school nutrition. They can sell to the COVID processes, your mask, your, your gowns for protect, protective clothing, etc. the so-called EPPs. And also the localization issue of uh, when tendering is, is, is taking place. The minister is actively engaging a trade, I mean, a treasury to ensure that while you want to support big businesses so that they don't lay our people out as employees, you must also avoid uh, this new opportunity going behind those who have been in the textile industry, that didn't benefit much, but that matter is very much engaged. I would appeal to them to say, give us a breathing space. We're keeping our head above water in trying to sort out this tender system in relation to actually localization. You cannot have someone from elsewhere going into that community to clean the school when there are many young people who are energetic but don't have what it takes to get the disinfectant itself. So, honorable members, I am bowing in front of you. I'm on my knees to say, please, all political parties must sign, must agree that 
we, we be given this vague, this tool, so that we service our people equally. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Minister. Thank you very much. We now recognize the Honorable Siwela from the ANC. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Honorable Chairperson, Honorable Minister in Abstention, Honorable Deputy Minister, Honorable Members, good afternoon in Sikani. The revised budget vote debate takes place three days after the people of South Africa and the world marked the 102 birthday of President Nelson Mandela, a day which has been celebrated by the world over as an international Mandela Day. For us in South Africa, we have declared the month of July as Mandela Month. It is in this month that we should remind ourselves of the value system that Madiba stood for, the value system of Ubuntu. Madiba dedicated 67 years of his life to serve the people. We have an obligation to emulate the value <coughs> by doing small things in a big way to change the lives of our people, especially the most vulnerable and the district. Honorable Chair, in our support of this revised budget vote of the Department of Small Business Development, we dedicate it to the living memory of Madiba. It is befitting to recall what Madiba said during the second national conference on small business in Deben in 1997. Madiba said in order to develop SMEs sector in South Africa. We need to take into account inherited obstacles. These include low levels of education and training, barriers to markets, inaccessible finance and lack of support institution. He went further to acknowledge that the foundation for developing small business sector in South Africa have been laid. It will seem that the challenges which Madiba spoke of are still with us today. This reality is that the SME sector grow faster as it should, and hence the need to continuously address their challenges. A lot has been done to address the challenges faced by the SMEs, yet more still need to be done. Honorable Chair, the Portfolio Committee on Small Business Development has engaged with the department and its entities on the revised budget, and we firmly support the budget vote. The revised budget vote we stand here in support of has been imposed on us by circumstances not of our own making. Our country and the world and the rest of the world are experiencing an unprecedented historical event. The world is on lockdown and the focus is on saving the lives of our people. Inevitable, the lockdown by our government in response to the COVID-19 pandemic will severely affect businesses, especially small businesses. The budget vote we stand here in support has been presented under difficult circumstances. The entire government is facing physical constraint and yet the expectations are very high. There is no new money, but SMEs need support. What then do we do? We need to work smarter and mobilize all the resources in our land including support from private financial institutions to support SMEs. The general focus by all economic analysts and communicators 
show that our economy will contract by now less than 6%. This is obviously worrying. It means that we were heading for low revenue collection, which will impact negatively on our expenditure. To add to that, the unemployment rate as released by State South Africa shows an increase of one percentage point. More people are outside work. The reality is that the unemployment rate may rise given the reality of COVID-19 and the subsequent lockdown. The Department of Small Business has developed various relief measures to provide support to SMEs as a result of the lockdown. We welcome these measures and we are the first to acknowledge that the physical constraints we spoke of earlier hampered the development's drive to provide support to as many SMEs as would have been the case. We support this revised budget vote. The department has prioritized the implementation of the Township Entrepreneurs Fund. This fund will assist entrepreneurs in the township to develop their businesses and thus creating employment and growing the economy. In terms of legislation, we welcome the prioritization of the finalization of the National Small Enterprise Act to, among other things, deal with the establishment of the SME Ombuds Office. The Ombuds Office will ensure that challenges which are encountered by the, the small business are given attention and therefore resolved. One of the economic stimulus measures identified by the government include the issue of localization. Localization will stimulate domestic productivity. And through the multiplier effect, lead to economic growth. We welcome the move by the department to, pro, 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 to prioritize localization, especially by small business. The business viability facility will ensure the promotion of sustainable and growth of the SMEs and cooperatives by facilitating success to the domestic and international markets for SMEs and cooperatives. Honorable Chair, the COVID-19 and the lockdown has brought to the fore the issue of e-commerce. Most business which are linked to e-commerce are benefiting during this lockdown. And that is what we want for SMEs and cooperatives. SMEs and cooperatives should be linked to e-commerce platforms to trade. The move by the department to link SMEs and cooperatives to e-commerce platform is highly welcome. We urge the department to take advantage of the drastic move in the use of technology for business registration as a result of COVID-19 to develop measures which are geared towards improving the ease of doing business, especially in the state. The department must add to the drive by government to ensure an investor-friendly business environment and as much improve our international standing on the easy of doing business. We support this budget vote of the Department of Small, of Small Business Development quite consciously of the reality before our eyes. We are operating in a very difficult economic environment, but we mean hopefully that working together in a social compact, we can weather the storm. Small business and cooperatives are needed now more than ever before to grow the economy and create jobs. We urge SMEs and cooperatives to take advantage of the relief measures provided by government to grow their business. We also call on the private 
financial institutions come on board and provide the necessary assistance to SMEs and cooperatives. We are aware about the reduction of 67 million, uh, but we have confidence into our minister and his and, and her team. Our condolences to the minister on her loss, and we are also saying may his spirit rest in peace. As the ANC, uh, we support the revised budget vote 36 of the small of the Department of Small Business and Development. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Suela. Uh, Honorable Mpela from the GA, the next speaker. Honorable Mpela. Um, and good afternoon to all members present. Uh, Chairperson, when SMMEs first closed up shop in compliance with the starts of the lockdown, most small business owners and employees would have told themselves, it's just three weeks, we'll bite the bullets, make the short-term sacrifice, and hold out for the 21 days. This, we were told, was to give the government time to boost healthcare capacity and resources in preparation for the pandemic. But then three weeks became five weeks, and those five weeks of hard lockdown were followed by week after week of confusing and contradictory regulations. Now, SMMEs were already having it tough in South Africa for many years, suffocating in a stagnant economy and strangled by red tape. But for many small businesses, the extended hard lockdown was to be the sledgehammer that delivered the final death blow. What had started out as three weeks of lockdown fussbates tragically became three big disappointments for many SMMEs. The initial hopes of small business owners that they could turn to government to help them weather the storm were quickly dashed when the SMME debt relief fund established by the department was depleted in its funding commitments shortly after opening for applications. Thousands of SMMEs and sole proprietors found themselves left in the lurch due to woefully inadequate resource provision for that facility. This was the first big disappointment. It still remains patently unfair that enterprises and employees who have been contributing to government coffers through their taxes over the years were now unable to receive assistance from the governments at a time of their greatest need for a lifeline. But even for those who were lucky enough to be approved for a loan, there appear to be some problems with delayed payments, as is the case for a small business that was referred to me just this week, which reported having received only the first installment of their loan when they should be almost due to receive their third one. Such delays, Chairperson, merely compound the anxiety and uncertainty faced by small businesses during this time and paints a second picture of disappointments at the hands of the departments. In a reply last month to my parliamentary question inquiring what inputs the department had made towards the compilation of the lockdown regulations to ensure that the interests of SMMEs and sole proprietors were taken into account, it was said that the department is represented in various government structures established to deal with COVID-19 matters and that the inputs 
contributed by DSPD were supposedly taken into consideration and processed through these structures. Well, were evidently not effective enough because there was no provision in the lockdown regulations during level four and five for a permit for sole proprietors who were providing essential and permitted goods or services, which left many self-employed people with no clarity on how they could operate with compliance to sustain their livelihoods. Where was the department to advocate for this often overlooked group? This neglect of the specific and unique needs and circumstances of small businesses and self-employed individuals is also reflected in National Treasury not having consulted the Department of Small Business Development in the planning and design of the loan guarantee scheme, resulting in many small businesses being unable to draw benefits from it. Thus, the marginalization of SMMEs and sole proprietors became the third disappointment of governments falling short of demonstrating its commitment to the success of small business. This department quite simply needs to be a better and proactive champion and defender of small business interests, needs, and concerns, especially within governments. And no efforts should be spared in fighting to create the most enabling environments for private enterprise and job creation. I thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mbella. You uh, said nothing. Well done, Zach. Well done. The next speaker is uh, from the EFF, Honorable B. Matulelwa. Am I pronouncing correctly, Honorable Member? Matulelwa. Honorable Member? No data, no data. Data is finished. Honorable uh, Matulelo. Honorable Chair. Can you give me a chance to check with her? Maybe she has a problem with network. Then you can go to another speaker. Okay. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, Honorable Member. Unmute yourself. Honorable Professor City Simon. From the IFP. To recognize Honorable Msimang. Unmute the mic. Unmute the mic. Honorable Msimang. Uh, but he hasn't um, unmuted his mic. Chairperson, <laughs> it's honourable for the matter again. Uh, okay, I think he's unmuted. Okay. I am ready. Can you hear me, Honourable? I can, I can hear you now, uh, Honourable Musimang. Uh, you. Can you. Honourable um, one of the greatest tragedies of the COVID-19 pandemic is undeniably the impact it has had on our small, medium, and micro enterprises. The enterprises form the lifeline of our economy and are vital for job creation. 
over 95% of enterprises globally are SMMEs, and they employ between 60% and 70% of the working population. This sector remains one of the greatest opportunities to address the alarming high unemployment rate in our country. Before turning to the supplementary budget of the Department of Small Business Development, the IFP wishes to stress its utmost sympathy with these enterprises' struggle during these unprecedented times. The, on the announcement of the lockdown, the IFP welcomed President Ramaphosa's announcement of socioeconomic relief packages, including COVID-19 loan guarantee scheme provided to small businesses. However, the IFP was concerned that the strict financial requirements for qualification for these loans provide a great obstacle in accessing financial relief. Although the IFP in general supports the department's supplementary budget, the IFP remains highly concerned about the impact of the downward revision on critical programs of the department. In specific, the IFP is concerned about the impact of the reprioritization of funds for the Township Entrepreneurship Fund, which originally had 800 million rand uh, allocated to it for the current financial year. According to the department's briefing, these funds have now been reprioritized for COVID-19. And the Township Entrepreneurship Fund has been suspended. It is critical that in the fight against global COVID-19 pandemic, we do not forget the need to uplift and support these township enterprises. Honorable members, in these desperate times, we need to ensure accountability and transparency are effectively enforced. The IFP, therefore, strongly, <coughs> strongly urges the, the department to be transparent in ensuring oversight of the administration of COVID-19 relief funds. As a country, we cannot afford any waste of resources. It is critical that the funds so desperately needed are properly managed and reach those that are most in need of help. <clears throat> I thank you, Honorable Chair. The IFP supports the budget. Thank you, Honorable Musiman. Honorable Papala, can we go back to you again? Thank you, Honorable Chair. Uh, to our Commander-in-Chief, Julius Lomalema, the NTI leadership, ground forces and the masses across the continent. The Economic Freedom Fighters rejects the, the adjusted budget vote of the Department of Small Businesses Development, the same way we did to another budget. 
we reject all budget adjustments, not because we don't want our people to get assistance from the government or small businesses to receive COVID-19 relief. The adjustments made to the budget are based on the idea of budget cuts. Our people are told that we are debating a budget so that there is a money to assist communities. To agree with the adjustment means we agree with the budget cuts for education, budget cuts for small businesses, budget cuts for agriculture and cooperatives. If we agree with this budget, we are agreeing with the austerities, that is the first thing. The second reason why we reject the, the adjusted budget is that the ruling party was failed ideologically to develop an industrial policy that fully understands the township and the rural economy. The reality is that majority of township and rural small businesses that are most affected could not get for COVID-19 relief because the government has never fully developed a plan that takes into consideration the role of rural and township economy. It is the fact that we do not have small businesses in South Africa. We just have white-owned businesses that remain small even after apartheid. Upstream and downstream activities of major businesses, finance, mining, manufacturing, agriculture, and hospitality. Our people remain excluded in townships and rural areas without access to machinery, self-space, and without access to loans and funding. We do not even know how many people live and do businesses in townships and rural areas. How are we going to... For many of our people, small businesses, especially in informal sector, do not have savings. It is a business of selling and feeding their families on a daily basis. The government imposes lockdown level five without a proper system in place to assist our people in small businesses in a meaningful way for them to continue for feeding their families. Since the beginning of lockdown, our people have come to us with proof that you rejected their application without even contacting them further details or giving them explanation of why you rejected them. Epolaville Butchery and Todu Bakers in Madadiel Ward 8 in Chodu Village were closed and returned to people. Their application for relief was rejected. I also found some welding informal business who didn't know how to apply for COVID-19 relief or where to go. Amatolo Farming, a small operation in Matatielwa 24, Makatseng village that produces lemon throughout the year, is now closed because their application was rejected. Planted 10 
cans of pumpkins. And it went to waste because there was no market COVID-19. Zozoti and Stukwana cooperatives based in Umzimbubu, Wat 9, Koso Village, who do rotational crop, are also closed because their applications were rejected without any reason. There are many other small businesses that have suffered the same, the same fate. To build small businesses, we first need an industrial policy that prioritizes much of manufacturing and beneficiation of our own mineral resources with a clear understanding of both rural and township economy. We need funding for small businesses that do not require collateral because our people were denied the opportunity to own assets. We need to expropriate land without compensation for small businesses to build their shops, markets, warehouses, factories, and storage facilities. We need to amend the PMFMA and MFMA for the state to produce, to procure the majority of consumable from local business and in particular small businesses that are owned and controlled by women and the youth, not middlemen by legit business. The economic freedom fighters reject the austerity budget. I think Thank you very much. Wasted our time. Honorable members, Honorable members, please respect our time. Honorable members, please respect our time. The wasted vessels from the fleet front plus. Thank you, House Chair. Ach, kore voorzitter, klein sakkondernemings is die ruggraad van Suid-Afrikaanse ekonomie. Maar toch wurg die ANC-regering hierdie ondernemings dood en maak beperkende wetgeving, skep beleidsonzekerheid en dier onbevoegdheid raak dit al hoe moeilike vir entrepreneurs om ondernemings te begin en om hulle uit te breid. Arbeid, heb die minister, your department did not play its role, as you stated in the beginning. Your department's expenditure estimates and programs are not even aligned to the policy and planning documents of your department. That shows the failure. Honorable Chairperson, government cannot sustainably create jobs, nor can government sustain the mammoth number of South Africans who are dependent on social grants and assistance. This number is ever increasing 
as the unemployment crisis gets worse, and especially during the current dire economic circumstances. That is why every small business is of utmost importance. Each business contributes to job creation, tax revenue, and economic growth. Every business that fails, every small shop that closes its doors, every sole proprietor that stops trading translates to job losses and economic decline. South Africa is currently ranked 84 in the ease of doing business index and continues to slide. Structural reforms are needed to address the ease of doing business. Without such reform, the COVID-19 emergency funding is inept. To ensure that South Africa's economy recovers post-COVID-19, it is now the time for this department to work on such reforms and to lead an interdepartmental program to achieve such. It might be easier now to register a small business with the CIPC, but all the other statutory license and registrations are timeless and in many instances, even impossible. I'm referring to things like UIF, SARS, VAT, Compensation Commission, municipal licenses, and the incompetence of many officials involved in those institutions contribute to businesses not being able to trade due to these delays. The COVID-19 emergency fund is also inadequate. Whilst government prolonged the lockdown with many irrational and incomprehensible restrictions, the fund is inadequate. The other problem with the fund is the fact that it discriminates. Whilst the virus does not, whilst hunger does not, many businesses have closed due to government's irrational lockdown regulations and restrictions. When you lock down the economy, you should provide assistance and relief to those affected. Otherwise, saving lives are meaningless due to the loss of livelihoods. The fact that business owners of a certain race are excluded from relief funding is short-sighted. Those who suffer as a result of this exclusion is South Africans of all races who lost their jobs and livelihoods because you, Minister, Deputy Minister, refused to assist the business owners because of the colour of his or her skin. It is a shame. It is a scandal that are of grond van ras You are ashamed yourself. becoming a problem. Please, we don't have a person from the UDM. Uh, then the next speaker will be from the ATM, Honorable V. Zungurla. And then I would hand over to the Honorable Matlaule to chair. Thank you. Honorable member. Unmute, Honorable Zungula. 
Thank you, Chairperson. Yeah, uh, the informal economy must be a catalyst for our country's industrialization dream. The informal economy is a key distribution system for goods and services in our country. Currently, the products on the shelves of these distributors are mostly imported or fake goods. Only South Africans must trade in the township, rural, and inner city economy. This will enable the industrialization when locals own the distribution centers that take the goods to the final consumers. When the formal informal economy is patriotically South African, we can have trade levies for traders in the informal economy. These trade levies can do two things. One, employee inspectors will check if health regulations are complied with and people unsold fake or expired goods. This will protect the health of our people as well as create jobs. Secondly, a fund can be created to finance the industrialization program to ensure all products in the informal economy are produced locally. Having locally produced products in all shelves of traders in our informal economy will create jobs and stimulate the economy. Traders will be required to stock the locally produced products. Instead of stocking always ultra pads, traders must stock Ndombam pads, stock Mofaya instead of the Red Bull, Sepo jeans instead of Levi's, Batu sneakers instead of Nike. This drive would ensure factories Etowa, Ekwakwa, Etimbaza, and many more small towns would reopen and jobs can be, re can be created for our people. The 400 billion rand informal economy can do wonders in arresting poverty, reducing unemployment and stimulating the economy, but it needs to be in the hands of the citizens. Securing certain sectors of the economy for locals is a worldwide phenomenon, and countries that are doing this are always thriving. Botswana recently enacted laws to this effect, and in Ethiopia, as a South African, you can't even own a bank or insurance companies. All what we're saying as the ATM is that South Africa must catch up. Whilst we are busy fearing to be called xenophobic when we put our own citizens first, other countries are unapologetic about prioritizing their own citizens. The department must move to have patriotic business policies that will benefit our people. It is nonsensical that South Africans need to partner with citizens from Turkey or Saudi Arabia when they open businesses in those countries. But citizens of those countries do not need to partner with South African citizens when they open businesses in our country. The priority now must be mass economic participation of citizens in the economy. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Member. Our next speaker will be Honorable April. Thank you very much, Chairperson of the session. Um, a good day to the Deputy Minister. Our condolences to uh, the Minister who is suffering loss. I would like to start by saying the Chair of the Portfolio Committee on Small Business Development in her input made reference to the issue of challenges of education and training institutions which will support SMMEs, as well as a reference to the challenge of access to finance. Our contribution in this debate on behalf of the ANC in support of the revised budget vote 36 of the Department of Small Business Development will be focusing on the institution which made 
institutions which are established to provide both financial and non-financial support. These institutions are CEDA and CIFA. Perhaps let's start with the observation made by the Portfolio Committee on Small Business Development as reflected in its report on the revised budget vote. The report observes that that the department and its entities do not have enough resources to support millions of small enterprises. It is through strategic partnerships that a serious impact on on expanding funding opportunities can be accomplished. While this observation may be a bit discomforting, there are two important points which the observation communicate to all of us. Number one is that we are facing a reality of fiscal constraints and that therefore means whatever the department and its entities do will be dependent on the availability of resources. You cannot spend 20 rand if you only have 10 rand, so you can only spend what you have. The second point is that we can only accomplish these goals we set ourselves through strategic partnerships. These partnerships mean the coming together of both public and private sector, especially especially the banks and, and financial institutions and private companies to provide the necessary support for the development of SMMEs in the, in the country. The year 2020 is a very difficult year for all of us, more so to the SMMEs. It is even worse for SMMEs in townships and in the rural areas. At the core of the program of both CEDA and SIPA is economic transformation and job creation. The quest for economic transformation must be understood in its historical context, hence the leaning towards support for townships and rural development, as well as prioritizing women, youth, and persons with disabilities. I can tell you that the DA does not understand this where, because they don't understand that the disparity between the haves and the have-nots are staggeringly high, and the focus of the department should then therefore be on these. I also don't recognize or even know who the imposter is who spoke on behalf of the EFF, since we have never seen this person in any portfolio committee meeting of our portfolio. Therefore, I want to put it to, Order. to, to, to ourselves that Order. it is inappropriate. Order. Order, Chair. The support the, the for, for this budget vote is encouraged by the business development. Chairperson, I'm rising on a point of order. Any member of parliament can debate on any debate. It does not mean that if you don't serve in that committee, you must not debate. So this member is out of order. And Commissar Babalwa, she's part and parcel of this committee. Uh, the, a point of order is sustained, Honorable Mukalipi. Can you proceed, Comrade uh, April? Order, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. Mm-hmm. No, Comrade. Chairperson, can, can the member of the ANC on the floor withdraw the remarks that this is an imposter? We don't have imposters in the EFF. We have Honorable, members of Parliament. Honorable Hain, can you uh, withdraw the imposter? I would draw the word imposter. I don't know who the unknown Thank individual you very is. Much. The Thank majority you. of CEDA clients in the tourism and hospitality sector, the retail and manufacturing sector, these sectors are the most hardest hit by COVID-19 and the subsequent lockdown. We are encouraged by the measures initiated by CEDA to expand incubation programs throughout the country to provide support to SMEs. In addition, we welcome the move by CEDA to prioritize ICT research and innovation. This will enable CEDA to further exploit the opportunities offered by them in the technology highway. We urge the Department of Small Business Development to speed up the amalgamation of CEDA and CIFA to ensure the seamless, efficient, and coordinated support to SMMEs. Above all, I want to also say to Honorable Vessels, 
Hy het geen idee wat beteken die woordkie um, uh, alignment nie. En dit is een groot skande, huh? dat hy hier kom praat van alignment, wat hy nie eens weet wat beteken dit in Afrikaans nie. The ANC supports the bite of the Department of Small Business. Honorable April, my, my apologies. Uh, there is a hand from Honorable Melda. Honorable Melda. Thank you, Chairperson. I want to take a point of order. You have just ruled that the term imposter is not parliamentary and the member had to withdraw that. One of the members on the platform, the Honorable Letzi, repeated that same accusation of imposter on the platform. It was clearly heard. His name was there. I want you to ask him to withdraw that as well. Thank you. Uh, Honorable uh, Mulder, I did not hear that. I will consult with the table and I'll get back to you. Thank you very much. Honorable April, can you proceed? So as I guess so, Conseil that Achbarer Vessels had absolutely no idea how it feels to be big in a minder bevoorrechte area. Om in a bezigheid van ons is as as minder as ons is nie gebevoorrecht soos hulle bevoorrecht was deur met 'n goeie lepel in die mond en 'n 'n grote Daarom wil ons ANC support budget vote 36 of the Department of Small Business Development. Baie dankie. Dan kom kyk hoe ons groot geword is. Goed geslaan, ja, derde goed geslaan. Thank you very much honorable members. Our next speaker will be Honorable Hendricks. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Honorable Chair, Al-Jamal welcomes this budget as it is set to trigger hope, especially for people with disabilities, that 7% of the opportunities created will be for them. Minister, the, 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 minister, the minister of the Department of Labor has 10 factories for workers with disabilities, producing body bags, face masks, linen for hospitals. And they all match SABS standards. I work with these factories as a union organizer and could not understand why government departments don't procure from them. Deputy Minister, you must wave the flag at cabinet meetings so that we can create 2,000 jobs at these factories, which it has facilities for wide passages for wheelchairs and raised workshops. You have so many programs, but this must be priority number one. The, pro the president promised the nation that 1,000 items will only be procured from small and micro businesses. There appears to be no name in the box who is driving this. You can't expect the president to do everything. Tell us, Deputy Minister, what the 70 items are that can be procured from small business outfits run by people with disabilities. Parliament must procure 70% of its spend on small businesses run by women with disabilities, black, colored, or white. Al-Jamal wants to see guide dogs, guide dogs in the parliament precinct helping blind people plow their trade. Incubate, incubators to create small businesses and jobs must be in walking distance. And for starters, Honorable Deputy Minister, you must invite parliamentary constituency officers to have a section in their office for an incubator, which your department can assist. Aldama is willing to provide infrastructure for an incubator with women with disabilities under 29 years. Give people with disabilities hope, Deputy Minister, so that the undertakings of the President is not all thunder, but no lightning. 
I'm a member of your portfolio committee, and we have a chairperson in the team that is very eager to speed up small businesses and create jobs. There is no reason, Honorable Deputy Minister, why small business cannot identify new revenue streams and next generation jobs. So a special incubator to achieve this is much needed. You yourself, Deputy Minister, have shown your support for incubators. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Member. Honorable members, let me deal with this issue before we go far. Um, <clears throat> I will ask Honorable Letia if he has indeed said the word imposter. Honorable Letia, did you say? Thank you. Thank, you very, thank you very much. I was asking what is an imposter. Maybe the what is was not audible. So I was just asking what is an imposter. For the, for the sake of uh, progress, Honorable Lizier, can you withdraw the word imposter? For the sake of I'll withdraw. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, I withdraw. Honorable members, we will now move to the next speaker, which is Honorable Sheikh Imam. Honorable Sheikh Imam. Honorable Sheikh Imam, honorable members, it seems honorable uh, Sheikh Imam is not on the platform. We will then move to the next speaker, which is honorable Kruger. Thank you, Chair. COVID-19 claimed many lives and livelihoods that could have been avoided. There is no doubt in my mind that the ANC has blood on their hands. The Department of Small Business Development failed their mandate. They failed small businesses. South Africa has one of the highest failure rates of startups and entrepreneurs, due in part to the stranglehold that regulatory burdens, red tape, have on entrepreneurs and small businesses. Small businesses continue to struggle to operate in a highly inflexible and rigid regulatory environment. The department introduced even more red tape with the application process for small businesses to apply for COVID-19 relief. The incapable CIFA sent applicants from pillar to post. The Department of Labor is still struggling to pay out tariffs, and small proprietors are hanging in the air because the Department of Trade and Industry don't have a plan to accommodate them in their system. <clears throat> COVID-19 wounded small businesses, but the ANC-led government gave them the final death blow. Thousands of small businesses are connected in one or another in a value chain with the alcohol industry. The ANC thought it's a good idea to, look, to lock the sale of alcohol in. Another final blow to small businesses. Hence, blood on the incapable state's hands. A caring state, adjunct minister, will make sure that those trading in alcohol-related goods are taken into consideration before the National Coronavirus Command Council take an irrational decision, which the president announced two Sunday ago. Even the chairperson grandstanding in the portfolio committee 
aan how she support the president announcement. Sonder om een flinter om te gee, een klap in elke klein bezigheidse gezicht. Small businesses in South Africa are on their knees and the ANC-led government couldn't care less. The cabinet will rather protect the incapable ANC than assist the citizens of South Africa that are wounded by COVID-19. There is blood on the hands of the executive. Daar duisende klein saak is meek om hulp. Hulle staar met honger en wanhoopige oor na die regering en so wat vir hulp. Die slechte nies is, dat daar nie hulp op die horizon is nie. Want nie net is die ANC beheerde regering nie daartoe in staat om effectief vir al sy inwoners te regeer nie, maar het ook toegelaat dat die koffers voor die pandemie hier skukke geplunder is. Die DEA is die enigste partij wat die daadwerkelijke plan op die tafel het om die slagveld van COVID-19 om te skakel in een groeiende en een succesvolle Zuid-Afrika vir al sy inwoners. The government needs to show the commitment to all SMMEs so that millions unemployed South Africans can get a job to restore their dignity. Unemployment is at crisis levels and we cannot afford a puppet president to make unprecedented announcements inconsistent with business principles. The DA will continue to fight for the survival point of, of the small point businesses. Of order, Chairperson. South Africa deserves the, the government. The has been called Honorable Kruger. The point of right. order is called Honorable April. Chairperson is unparliamentary for the Honorable to call the president a puppet president. He must withdraw that. Point of debate. Chairperson, the president is not a member of parliament. Honorable Kruger, did you call the president a puppet? I call him a puppet president. Those words are unparliamentary. I will have to ask you to withdraw the word puppet. I withdraw the word puppet. Thank you very much. You may proceed. No. The DA will continue to fight for the survival of small businesses. South Africa deserves a government that cares for all SMMEs and empower entrepreneurs to be successful so that they can create jobs for millions of unemployed South Africans. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Andrew, well done. Where, 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 Andrew? Are you the puppet? Are you a puppet, Andrew? Yes. Talk puppet, folks. Members, we will proceed to Honorable Jacobs from the ANC. Honorable Jacobs. Honorable Chairperson, Honorable Members, fellow South Africans. Our generation is witnessing a black swan, an anomaly. This pandemic is a once-in-a-lifetime phenomenon. Now is the time to unite as South Africans to save our lives and to protect our livelihoods. Ahmed Rai said, in every crisis, doubt or confusion, take the higher path, the path of compassion, courage, understanding and love. As the African National Congress, we take the higher path and affirm our support for the revised budget vote of the Department of Small Business and Development. There's a need to strike a balance, to find innovative ways to bridge the gap between our goals, the massive demands, the needs of many, and the reality of fiscal constraints. 
We appreciate all critical interventions initiated by the department and its entities, CIFA and CEDA, in providing relief, support for small businesses and cooperatives. This budget must do more with less resources. Although reduced, this budget must help establish, support, and maintain small, micro, and medium enterprises in a fair, equitable, and impactful way. The status quo is unacceptable. We all must stand for economic transformation and inclusive growth. This budget must address the economic inequalities and be deliberately biased to youth, to women, to persons with disability in townships and rural dorpies. This budget must protect, sustain, and grow our jobs. We agree local is lacquer. That's why we support the Buy South African campaign. We agree now is not the time to blame. And while you continue to nag and you remain irrelevant, Honorable Kruger, now is the time for the department to improve its capacity, to be more responsive, to expedite its processes. The department through the district shared service model must work for all. It must form meaningful partnerships for the private sector and our communities. We say small business is everybody's business. We need to find innovative ways to provide both financial and non-financial support to SMMEs. We welcome the initiative by CIFA to offer payment holidays to its clients. The database developed by the department must be used to detect SMMEs which are not registered, and we must encourage all to register and formalize their businesses. As the portfolio committee, we are encouraged by CIFA's investment in financial intermediary institutions. CIFA must, however, diversify the ownership structure of these intermediaries and reduce the cost of lending and build scale to achieve operational and financial sustainability. We also call on the Reserve Bank and the Banking Association of South Africa to make it more accessible for small, micro, medium enterprises to access finance. To date, only 12 billion of the 200 billion loan guarantee scheme for SMEs has been loaned to 8,600 businesses. If we work together, we can and must overcome this pandemic and reset towards a resilient and inclusive economy. The African National Congress support adoption of budget vote 36. I thank you. Well done, Comrade Faiz. Well done. Thank you, Honorable Member. We will now call upon the Deputy Minister of Small Business and Development. Honorable Deputy Minister. The Honorable Deputy Minister. Chair, I appreciate that some political parties and members of parliament have agreed with us. In fact, Chair, all what we are dealing with is what we inherited. But we are striving to ensure that we reverse the frontiers of poverty. We actually redress the inequality of the past. It won't help 
any members to think will go on as usual. There is now a new normal. Thank you for voting the budget and also we'll meet in the field, meeting the very constituencies we're talking about, small businesses, organized business, cooperatives, and we'll march together, including you, because it's time that we unite. It's time that when we sit in a committee, when we receive reports, we are one. But when we take decisions, we tend to want to do other things. It's not very important. I appeal to all the members in that, in that portfolio committee to support the department. That department is new. And we are an inextricable in, in link between trained industry and ourselves. That is why we will always hold each other on our hand and do bigger things. And they will also help us do smaller things in order for us to be all in good order and ready for the new inclusive country that we are actually rethinking. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Deputy Minister. Honorable members, that concludes the debate and the business of the virtual mini plenary session. The mini plenary will now rise. Thank you. Thank you.